0: Have you ever heard of MonoLorin? Well, you're about to get a masterclass on how this is one of the best ways to support the immune system and potentially kill off viruses and cells. And we're bringing on a great researcher on this topic, Damon Sunanasek. Here we go.
1: Not only can you use monolaurin to sort of treat an infection, you could potentially use it to avoid getting sick in the first place. For me, when you ask me what's one of the more surprising outcomes that I saw when I, when, as it relates to monolaurin, that was for sure one of them. <laughs>
0: I'm the best-selling author of Keto Flex, and I want to thank you for spending part of your day with me. Hey, Keto Camper, Ben Azadi here, host of the Keto Camp Podcast. You can learn more about me over at benazadi.com. Today, we welcome a brand new guest, Damon, who's going to talk about a topic we never really have gone deep into, monolaurin and how it relates to the immune system. So Damon's backstory is very fascinating. You're going to learn about how he even got involved with studying medium-chain triglycerides. And we're going to discuss the benefits of these MCTs in the body, especially as it relates to ketosis. We'll discuss the three main types of MCTs, which are capric, caprylic, and lauric acid, and their unique benefits of the different ones. And his focus is mainly on lauric acid, so we'll take a deep dive into that. Then we'll get into everything you want to learn about monolaurin, the role of it, the benefits of the body, and different products out there, how it relates to DNA, RNA viruses, Why breast milk contains 6.5% monolaurin? Interesting. You could find monolaurin in naturally occurring foods like coconut oil and palm oil. Although we'll talk about be careful with palm oil because of its environmental consequences. The different ways to take monolaurin. How safe is monolaurin for your body? What does the RDA, excuse me, the FDA say about it? And what you should do before buying a product to familiarize yourself with the research on monolaurin. He has developed a product with Monolaurin that I've been taking, especially when I travel. I take it cyclically just to support my immune system. And he's given Keto Campers a 10% off coupon code for that. And we will reference that later and put it in the notes down below. Before I bring him on, I want to get to today's Apple Podcast rating and review of the day. This is a five-star review from Mental Fuzz titled KetoCamp. Ben has a real passion for helping people live a healthy life. He explains stuff in an easy-to-understand delivery that is both personal and informative. Thank you, Mental Fuzz. I'm so grateful you see me in those eyes and that light. And I want to say thank you for taking the time to leave that rating and review. If you have not left the Keto Camp Podcast a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening from, Spotify, Apple, uh, what are the other ones? Stitcher, SoundCloud, and there's others out there. Please do so right now. It really helps the show grow. I mentioned on the previous interview the previous episode, about environmental toxicities. And I don't know if you've done your quiz yet to determine your level of toxicity, but we put together a free quiz over at ToxicMiami.com. And you're going to get a score. It takes about a couple minutes to complete the quiz. You'll get a score that says you have low toxicity, moderate toxicity, or high toxicity to give you an idea of some areas to focus on when it comes to environmental toxins, which disrupt your hormones, create hormone resistance, create inflammation, And ketone fasting and carnivore and and different ancient healing strategies are all amazing. But if you have a high toxic load, it could only get you so far. So I want to bring awareness to this conversation for you. Head over to ToxicMiami.com. That is www.ToxicMiami.com. No, you don't have to live in Miami to do that quiz. It's free anywhere in the world. Take that quiz. Get your score right now. We'll put a link for it down below. So before I bring on Damon, I'm going to share some research he sent to me and some research I have found on Lauren, And the reason I'm going to do this right now before we bring on Damon is because he's kind of restricted in a lot of ways by regulations where he cannot make claims, he cannot say different things. So we had to navigate that really delicately on the interview. However, I could do my research and I could make claims on what the research shares. So I'm going to do that right now. This is a unique thing we don't really do. I'm going to do that right now and then I'll bring him on. Uh, and the reason I'm doing this is because I think it's going to benefit you is to get a little bit deeper into areas that we couldn't have gotten deeper into because of those regulations during the conversation. So you're going to learn about monolaurin. But here's a study that showed the research on monolaurin's impact on cell mechanisms or organs, example, the liver. Now, it is limited, but here's a study that I will reference down below. Uh, titled The Secret Coconut Oil Compound with Powerful Immune Benefits. Quote, When monolaurin is consumed, it circulates in the bloodstream and is metabolized in a delayed fashion over 8 to 12 hours. Monolaurin is is not excreted or detoxified out of the body. Instead, it is turned into energy in the form of ketones, which can in turn support ketone levels in the body right? So unquote, that's a cool study showing you that it could actually help your body produce ketones. Another study published on the potential of complementary and alternative medicines and preventative management of novel H1N1 swine flu pandemic shared this, quote, when coconut oil is consumed, the medium chain triglycerides, MCTs, are broken down into individual medium chain fatty acids and monoglycerides, which can kill or inactivate, pathogenic microorganisms inside the body. The antiviral action attributed to monolaurin is that of solubilizing the lipids and phospholipids in the envelope of the pathogenic organisms, causing the disintegration of their outer membranes. There is also evidence that MCFA, medium-chain fatty acids, interfere with the organism's signal trans in the antimicrobial effect in viruses is due to the interference with virus assembly and viral maturation, end quote. So this is essentially showing that monolaurin specifically can make it very difficult for viruses to duplicate as it relates to the H1N1 swine flu virus specifically. Another study in the Journal of Food Safety, Volume 4, titled In Vitro Effects of Monolaurin Compounds on Envelope DNA and RNA Viruses, said, quote, Monolaurin removes the M protein from the virus envelope, resulting in loss of envelope integrity, which is essential for virus infectivity. The loss of envelope integrity results in the loss of infectious virus titer. Unquote. So another study showing that monolaurin pretty much destroys and disrupts the building, the house, if you want to say that, of these viruses. Super cool. Another study in the Antimicrobial Agents and Chemotherapy titled The Inactivation of Enveloped Viruses and Killing of Cells by Fatty Acids and Monoglycerides said this, quote, medium-chain saturated And long unsaturated fatty acids, on the other hand, were all highly active against the enveloped viruses. Antiviral fatty acids were found to affect the viral envelope, causing leakage and at higher concentrations, a complete disintegration of the envelope and the viral particles. They also caused disintegration of the plasma membranes of tissue culture cells, resulting in cell lysis and death. Unquote. Pretty cool. Another study showing that monolaurin pretty much disrupts and breaks these viruses apart. I'm going to reference all of those resources and studies down below. But I wanted to start the conversation with that to kind of in- inspire you. Like, wow, this actually works. There's research to back it up. So without further ado, let's bring on Damon. Damon is the founder and CEO of Suntrup in Palma, Palmara Health, which is previously named Natural Nature Cure Labs. He has received numerous awards and recognitions in 2020. These awards include, but are not limited to, Company of the Year, Health Products and Services, Health and Wellness Nutrition Manufacturer of the Year, 10 Most Influential CEOs in 2022, and many more. He's also part of the Board of Directors at the University of Florida Alumni Association. He's born and raised in Miami, excuse me, in Florida, like myself. And he's a wealth of information on Lauren So here is Damon. Hey, Damon. Welcome to the Keto Camp Podcast.
1: Hey, Ben. Thanks a lot for having me today.
0: So we had some fun with our tech issues offline and we got all that settled. And now we're going to have a great conversation on a topic that I've kind of touched upon here and there, especially if you're in the keto space. Of course, you're studying and talking about medium-chain triglycerides. But we brought on you who really has done so much research on uh, C12, which is monolaurin. And uh, I want to dive deep into that with you, how that could support ketosis and just all of the cool things you've seen with it. But my question to you is this. I know that you're a Florida Gator guy, and I know you're a Florida guy, just like me. But like, at what point of your career did you say, I'm going to really dive deep into medium chain triglycerides? How did that happen?
1: Yeah, it's a funny backstory. So actually I was living overseas for quite some time. It's true that I'm originally from Florida and uh, you know, our business operates from Florida. And I'm actually, I, I'm on the board of uh, directors for the University of Florida Alumni Association. So I still have a strong tie to the school, but I had the benefit of living overseas for about a decade and um, mostly in countries that enjoyed uh, universal healthcare. And uh, I moved back to the US in 20... 20- uh, 15 to San Francisco and it was really a perfect combination of a lot of a lot of um, uh, serendipity coming together the first being I for the first time in my adult life I didn't have a way to look after my my personal health um, from an insurance perspective the second I was completely and utterly utterly surrounded by tech industry and, and the entrepreneurial spirit and startups. And third is I, I was hanging out with a group of folks who were really, really big into MCTs, right from you know, health for uh, skin uh, uses, you know hair and nails, and more specifically on uh, oral health. I knew someone who did this thing called oil pulling. It's when you put uh, coconut oil in your mouth and you sort of maintain it in your mouth for 10 minutes or so, and, and then you spit it out. And the the thought here is that it helps draw out in, in impurities and it's very, very healthy for your uh, your gums and your, and your teeth. And I found that very curious, a very curious habit, but um, it started me down a rabbit research hole. And uh, what I found is that, you know, gosh, there are actually a lot of therapeutic benefits to medium chain triglycerides, specifically uh, monolaurin, the 12-atom uh, carbon chain uh, fatty acid that you you mentioned at the top. And, uh, you know, that combined with my personal desire to, to, to do better for myself on a, on a personal wellness perspective, and also the potential to help others that may be in a, a similar situation started me down a path. And that was in 2015. And seven years later, we're still running strong. We have uh, three manufacturing facilities around uh, 35 warehouses in the US, we distribute in the US, Canada, uh, UK and India. And uh, yeah, have tens of thousands of very, very happy customers that uh, that take advantage of monolaurin on a daily basis.
0: Awesome. Uh, I love that. And I'd love if you could unpack the difference between medium chain fats, like C12 and the other C, uh, C8, etc. And also short chain fats and the different types of fats and how the body uses each type of fat.
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So One way to approach this is looking at uh, how uh, the medium chain triglycerides are converted in the body, right? So a lot of plant fats contain uh, medium chain triglycerides. The most common one, of course, is coconut oil. I think over 90% of the fats in coconut oil are uh, saturated fats and over 50% of those saturated fats are these MCTs. And uh, the health benefits have been studied for for several years, and as we've seen in the literature and in in popular culture, people put MCTs in their protein shakes, in their coffee in the morning. They cook with it. They put it on their their hair and on their skin, and uh, the the therapeutic benefits are really interesting. And uh, when it's ingested, it's uh, C12 specifically is converted into monolaurin, and monolaurin is sort of the uh, the hero of the uh, the research uh, literature for the last couple uh, decades and the conversion rate of lauric acid to monolaurin is currently under debate but um, what we've seen in the literature is that um, you know those looking to increase the their monolaurin which is the, sort of the like i said the attribute that sort of provides a lot of the therapeutic benefits you need to ingest a lot of coconut oil so We focus a lot of our time and a lot of our manufacturing effort and research effort into honing in on what happens to the lauric acid after it's been converted into monolaurin.
0: So you you mentioned in order to get enough of the benefits of monolaurin, and there's a lot of benefits out there. I know that if you go on just PubMed, my audience goes on PubMed, which you talk about a lot, you could just type in monolaurin and see all these research studies. And people are seeking those benefits, but if you're getting it from coconut oil, you would have to consume a massive amount of coconut oil, which is going to be uncomfortable. Or even what about MCT oil, like a combination of all of them? Would you also have to consume a lot of that to get the the benefits of what the research shows?
1: Yeah, exactly. So our, our internal calculations suggest that for every 600 milligram capsule of a standardized monolaurin, you'd have to consume around six and a half teaspoons of coconut oil. And, uh, you know, if you just do the quick back of the envelope math, if coconut oil is half uh, lauric acid, then uh, you'll probably take three, uh, 3.25 teaspoons of coconut oil. But, you know, a therapeutic dose for a person may be beyond a single 600 milligram capsule. Oftentimes it's it's six of those capsules, two with breakfast, two with lunch, two with dinner. And so you're talking, you know, upwards of a cup of... um, coconut oil to sort of get that therapeutic uh, dose. So for some people, as you correctly mentioned, it's not very practical or, or very pleasant. So the standardized supplement form of monolaurin is usually what uh, what people gravitate to.
0: Makes sense because you'd be in the bathroom all day if you try to hit that recommendation with the food or with the coconut oil or MCT oil. So when you take C12, maybe you could share, Damon, the differences between the different MCTs out there, right? C8, I know that... A lot of people in the keto space, including myself included, we love C8 because that a lot of research shows in terms of ketone production, C8 kind of does it. Caprylic acid really shows a benefit with ketone production and what it does to kind of work with the mitochondria. So maybe you could explain the different benefits of different carbon chains of these fats.
1: Yeah, I don't want to get ahead of my skis here, but um, you know, you rightly say within uh, within coconut oil specifically, uh, there are three main MCTs: there's uh, capric, uh, caprylic, and lauric acid. Uh, all three of them can have a benefit on immune support and regulation, as well as uh, aiding in uh, ketosis if that's something that your listeners are, are aiming to do. You know, I don't want to speak too too much to the other uh, versions of of these uh, medium chain triglycerides because we don't currently manufacture or or, or produce or sell these. Uh, The majority of our research has been around the lauric acid specifically because the literature suggests that this is really where the heart of a lot of the um, immune and uh, digestive and inflammatory response support lies. So that's where we spend the most of our time.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. So if somebody takes lauric acid, if somebody takes monolaur, well, let's say lauric acid in the form of food or in the form of your supplement, either way, if somebody takes this, what's the process in the body like what's happening with the cells with it is it going right to the mitochondria does it require the liver to produce bile to break it down is it bypassing digestion if you could explain how that works in the body
1: yeah i feel like i'm back in science class right now (laughs) yeah the the mechanisms at which your body converts lauric acid into monolaurin and therefore sort of realizes or expresses the benefit of uh of the immune regulating benefits uh, that I, I can't speak to right now. I can get a member of the team to follow up uh, with you on on the sort of the um, the mechanics of it all. What I can speak to, I guess, is um, you know what are the outcomes that uh, you're you're producing when your body ingests uh, lauric acid, and uh, you know what the research suggests, and you know where to find uh, some of the research uh, on your own. Because as we said, you know, sort of before we started recording today. Uh, as a representative of um, of a supplement company, there's a lot that I can't say explicitly to be compliant. Uh, we can't make any disease claims or, or draw any uh, any you know, very explicit conclusions. But what we can do is sort of arm a lot of listeners to uh, go off and do their own research. Because, at, frankly, at the end of the day, they shouldn't be you know, taking the the things I say at face value. Uh, it's really important to uh, do your own research and become really enabled and and uh, armed with uh, the right decisions as it relates to your personal wellness journey.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And if you go on PubMed and just type in, you know, whatever condition you're looking for and, and uh, lauric acid or monolaurin specifically, you'll see a lot of things pop up. I mean, just based off of what I've seen, um, there's a lot of benefits as it relates to, and you don't have to agree or say anything, Damon. But what I've seen is that there's a lot of benefits to um, viruses, so shingles, herpes, Epstein Barr, even Candida. There's some research on that. So, uh, and other other benefits. But you could go on PubMed and check that out. And I'll even drop some some things I was looking at in the podcast notes too. If you take monolaurin during a fast, does it start the digestive process? Does it break a fast, or is it safe for a fast? Well,
1: monolaurin, even in its uh, standardized form, is still a saturated fat that still sort of provides calories. So if you're sticking to a fast in its truest sense where there is no calorie or sugar involved, then it, it may uh, impact your, your fast in that, that fashion.
0: Yeah. So it depends yeah. on what your rules are for the fast, right? If you want to do a strict water fast, then maybe you don't have it during your fast. But if you're okay with having a little bit of some fat, which actually might help you feel better during the fast, then this could be a good option for you. What are some of the most surprising benefits? Like what is maybe the most surprising benefit you've seen from Monolorn that you were not expecting to see?
1: Yeah, I, I'm gonna to try to dance around this question as best I can to stay as compliant as I can. But look, you you listed off a, a laundry list of of potential benefits for for monolaurin, and uh, the benefits are are massive. And and we can talk about some of the mechanics as it relates to sort of the disruption of cell membranes and and things of that nature. But for me, one of the most incredible studies I read was in the late 2000s. It was a study coming out of a university in Egypt, I believe, and the study was pitting monolaurin against uh, Giardia lamlia. And Giardia is the most common cause of malnutrition in the world. I think it's a protozoa that uh, causes severe diarrhea. And in children, this can be fatal, right? And uh, so Giardia is a very, very big problem in developing countries where, you know, people are accessing water through uh, contaminated sources, lakes and streams that are stagnant bodies of water. And uh, what was really interesting about this particular study, and this is an independent study, not something that I'm promoting or championing or even agreeing with, but uh, what the study suggested was they had these uh, animal uh, vectors. There was an in, in vivo study, and they infected these uh, these animal vectors with uh, with Giardia, and then they treated them with monolaurin. And the animals that sort the, of... The, cure rate, I guess, for the animal uh, subjects was uh, over 90% in, in the treatment sample, which was great. I mean, it, it it sort of confirmed a lot of what the research was suggesting already in, in just a very different uh, setting with a different uh, animal subject. But for me, what really made this stand out is they performed the same study, but in the inverse. So they gave the animal subject monolaurin first, and then they introduced the Giardia landlia. And something like, don't quote me on this, something like 60% of the test subjects didn't get sick at all. Which for me, like how incredible is that, that outcome? Like not only can you use monolaurin to sort of treat an infection, you could potentially use it to avoid getting sick in the first place. Again, third-party study, something that, not something that we condone. But for me, when you ask me, it was one of the more surprising outcomes that I saw when it, when, as it relates to monolaurin, that was for sure one of them.
0: I always say structure trumps intention. You could have all the best intentions in the world, but if you don't have the structure in place, it's going to be very difficult to get the amazing keto and fasting results that you want. If you are on the go traveling and you don't want to think about what can you eat to help you feel satisfied and to help you continue getting results on your keto journey, for me, my structure when I'm on the go, when I'm traveling, and when I want to have something nearby that's a healthy snack my go-to is Paleo Valley's Beef Sticks. Paleo Valley Beef Sticks are the perfect gut-friendly, clean protein snack for on the go. And if you have children, this is one of the best things to give your kids. These beef sticks are 100% grass-fed and finished by farmers right here in the United States. They contain naturally occurring probiotics, which helps increase the diversity in your gut. It contains organic spices. It has high concentrations of omega-3 fatty acids, elevated levels of conjugated linoleic acid, which we know it's an antioxidant and also could enhance your body's ability to burn fat. It contains vitamins and minerals, elevated concentrations of glutathione, which is your body's master antioxidant, and it's good for the environment. They have flavors that range from original to garlic summer sausage, regular summer sausage, jalapeno teriyaki and they also have turkey sticks available as well. They taste so good that I usually go through three or four and I think I might set the record for eating almost 10 Paleo Valley beef sticks. Maybe somebody out there has eaten more than me in one sitting. You know, me and my fiance Natasha, we're always fighting over these beef sticks in our house. We go into the pantry and I hear her unwrapping it and I'm like, hey, are you eating one of my beef sticks? <laughs> They are delicious, and since you are an avid listener of the Keto Camp podcast, we worked out an exclusive deal for you to get 15% off your entire order of Paleo Valley products. All you need to do is head to paleovalley.com and use the coupon code KETOCAMP15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order. That is KETOCAMP15 at checkout. We'll also drop a link down below in the show notes. I believe that the intelligence of the human body, the innate intelligence, is actually in the membrane. Uh, I think it's like the bodyguard of the cell. It'll tell the DNA to downregulate genes or upregulate genes, and it's really like this control. Uh, and there's an intelligence in that membrane. So, what's the relationship here? What does monolaurin do with the, mem- the cell membrane?
1: Yeah, so it's not related necessarily to the human cell membranes. This is really targeting the cell membranes of an invasive. Uh, pathogen within the body. So the reason why I'm feeling a little bit stumped by some of your questions as it relates to sort of the uh, the mechanisms within the body, it's because we don't study monolaurin's impact in that sense, right? We don't study it and say, to say like, well, monolaurin will help increase energy levels or increase clarity or, or increase um, weight regulation, which are all benefits of the keto diet, which are well documented, right? what we look at, in fact, is like, okay, well, how can monolaurin and other MCTs in conjunction with you know, the things that you, know, you champion, how can these really help with a certain you know, disease profiles, I suppose? And again, this is where I, I need to get a little bit careful about what I, I say. But the research suggests that, well, let's start with like the profile of, of a pathogen, like a virus. Some of the most common viruses are categorized into Uh, enveloped viruses or non-enveloped viruses. An enveloped virus basically just means it has this fatty lipid sheath that protects the DNA or the RNA of the virus. It's sort of like the the skin or the coating of this viral envelope, right? So that's exactly how they're categorized, uh, enveloped DNA or an RNA virus, in in which there are hundreds and hundreds of them. And and in fact, there is an RNA-enveloped virus, a respiratory virus, which has been in the news a lot recently. So we've all sort of heard and, and come across these RNA-involved viruses. Now, again, third-party literature shows, and this can be researched on your own through, through PubMed, as you rightly say, Google Scholar, or even other websites that are third-party and independent in nature, suggests that monolaurin acts as sort of like this soap, right? Um, if you've ever tasted monolaurin, it actually tastes very, very soapy. And so it breaks down the protective viral envelope of these DNA and RNA viruses. And the literature gets pretty deep into the mechanics of it and why and how and, and the disruption of the cell membrane of these pathogens. But that, that's the mechanism that we've studied mostly on our side and as monoloring relates to these, these sort of external bodies.
0: That's interesting. Yeah, that makes sense because... Of what i've seen with uh, the immune benefits of monolaurin so i know there's different ways to source monolaurin and i know there's a lot of pitfalls with palm oil specifically and what it does to the environment so how do you source your monolaurin that's
1: exactly right no a lot of if you read like opinion online there's a big battle between coconut oil and uh, palm kernel oil source monolaurin Monolaurin actually also is found in uh, human breast milk, but that's not a commercially viable <laughs> source of...
0: No, it's not. Yeah, you, I think you said, what, 6.5% in breast milk, right?
1: That's right, 6.5% in breast milk. Which is super cool
0: because I always say we're born into ketosis. By the way, babies go in and out of ketosis and breast milk has saturated fat and cholesterol and 6.5% monolorin. that's really cool.
1: <laughs> it is, and in fact, there's several studies that show how the human breast milk can be regulated by... Well, both by things that are not in your control, things like ethnicity and location and sort of genetic markers. But there are many things that you can do from a diet uh, perspective to increase monolaurin levels in the breast milk. And it's a whole other fun subject. But going back to the difference between palm kernel oil and coconut oil, a lot of online sites will champion the fact that coconut oil might maybe be more potent or maybe better, or stronger, or faster acting or something like that. I'm not personally convinced that that's necessarily the case. I really do think it comes down to environmental uh, factors, as you rightly said, for those that are unfamiliar, uh, palm kernel oil is harvested in sensitive environments and in, in South and Southeast Asia, places like Indonesia, the Philippines, India, and it may be displacing the natural habitat of endangered species like the orangutan. So where possible, it's usually a good idea to try to lean towards the coconut source rather than the palm kernel source to avoid that externality. Uh, the good news is that we source our, our monolaurin products from uh, coconut oil sources.
0: Yeah, which is safe. Uh, so I know palm oil is in a lot of products, especially keto products. So for those listening and watching, uh, you might want to stay away from it unless it says sustainably sourced and they can kind of tell you where they get it from and it doesn't do damage to the environment. But most of them um, do damage to the environment and we don't want that. So coconut oil is a much better option. So the three ways to get monolaurin, to recap that, is coconut oil, which is the way you source it, which is the ideal way. Palm kernel oil, which is not ideal because what it's doing to the environment in a negative impact, and then breast milk, which is you know hard to get that <laughs> from breast milk. Now I know that maybe you don't know the que- the answer to this question, but I know that goat milk is the composition of goat milk is very similar to breast milk. Is there also a certain percentage of monolaurin in goat milk? We've not come across any studies
1: that suggest that animal products have monolaurin. I'm sorry, lauric acid in them. But that's something worth further exploration. You know, the, we try to. St- keep our our sourcing and our materials as vegan as possible for people that do have, you know, animal product sensitivities. That includes capsules and excipients and other things of that nature. But that's worth a further look, perhaps.
0: Yeah, just an interesting thought that came to mind. So maybe share a little bit about your product and the typical, like the recommended dosage on your product.
1: Yeah, so dosage is, well, I'll have to preface everything by saying monolaurin, like any supplement, should be taken in the direction of a healthcare professional and, and you should really go into it listening to your body and, you know, not listening to, you know, not, not taking for like as gospel what it says in the back of the, the bottle, right? But uh, there are three generally recognized ways of taking monolaurin from a dosing perspective. Uh, the first is an introductory dose. So uh, your listeners are probably familiar with something called the Herxheimer reaction, also known as a die off reaction. Uh, For those who are not familiar, uh, the Herxheimer reaction or die-off reaction uh, happens when there's a rapid die-off of pathogens within your body. So let's say, for example, you have a bacterial infection and you take an antibiotic to clear the infection. Well, if the antibiotic dose or strength is high enough, it can rapidly kill off uh, the pathogen, releasing these protein endotoxins into the body. and these endotoxins circulate through the body and your immune response is an inflammatory one, right? So you you get these secondary experiences where you that are ironically similar to a cold or a flu, right? And so you have you know maybe a mild grade fever, you feel achy, you feel lethargic or or just not very well. And the reason why I say ironic is because although you feel worse, you know, technically you're getting better because you're clearing the pathogen, right? So in order to avoid this die-off reaction, the low and slow dosing method has been widely adopted for things like monolaurin. Because if monolaurin has some of the immune regulating properties that are purported in the studies and websites, well, then you probably want to avoid any any die-off reaction. So that may look like taking a single capsule once a day or once every other day and slowly increasing that up into the therapeutic dose that you're looking to, to get as an individual. The second dose, you could say, for monolaurin is just a a maintenance one. So just like you may take a multivitamin every day or maybe a little bit of vitamin D every day to get your levels to where they need to be, a lot of people choose to take monolaurin every day to sort of help maintain and regulate a a healthy immune response. And the the dosage is, of course, going to depend on every individual, your sensitivity to supplements, your gender, your age, your weight, your diet. So again, it's really important to work with a healthcare professional when you're starting a new supplement in your health routine. Now, the third and final dosage uh, methodology is really one where you're sort of sensing an immunocompromise, right? So actually I actually listened to your last podcast uh, with a guest who had just come back from Switzerland, I think it was. She came back with COVID, she felt really icky. Oh, she, yeah, Sorry. She, Yep. She felt, um, you know, her body was like really stressed out. like lots of time zone changes, like she was not on her, her normal sleep cycle, she had been eating differently and drinking differently, et cetera. So she got sick, right? So yeah. that happens to me when I travel and I usually up my dose of things like vitamin C and zinc and things that have been known to help support a healthy immune system. So Lauren works no differently when people travel and there's actually a lot of literature on on like evading stummy, uh, tummy bugs, I'm sorry, and things when you when you're traveling in a foreign place people may choose to sort of up their monolaurin uh, dosage when when they're feeling a little bit under the weather, I guess.
0: Interesting. Okay, so the three ways to take it would be, if you're new, more of like an introductory dose, go low and slow just because there might be a, a Herxheimer reaction where you might not feel that great. So go low and slow. I think that's a good idea. Uh, I know that I'm personally somebody who doesn't do that. I usually just go all in. <laughs> I call them, me and my mentor, Dr. Pompa, we call them... Uh, people that are chickens and turkeys and not in a negative way, meaning those who are chickens are very sensitive to supplements. It's like you got to go really slow. And then you have turkeys who are like, just give me everything. I want to see how this works. I'm I'm more of a turkey. What are you, David? Are you more of a turkey or a chicken personally?
1: Yeah, I hate to admit, but probably in the turkey camp as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's very American of us to say like, well, if a little bit is good, a
0: lot of it must be <laughs> exactly. better, that's right? That's true. <laughs> But don't be a turkey like us. Go low and slow with this. And then the second would be like a daily multivitamin taken uh, daily. Uh, And then the third one would be kind of like um, if if you're sick to go a little bit higher in the dose if you're traveling. Like if I was traveling, I would take uh, a higher dose of that. Now, let me ask you this. Should this be taken cyclically Um, like other things, oregano, elderberry, things that are kind of boosting, if you want to use that word, the immune system or supporting the immune system to kind of stay on alert that should be taken cyclically because you don't want to just do that all the time. Is this something similar with monolaurin?
1: Yeah, that's a great point you bring up. And two things to consider here. One is like, do you develop like a tolerance to monolaurin and is it safe to be taken for a long time or at high doses? Well, the good news with monolaurin, well, glycerol monolaurate, the, uh, the chemical name, is that it's actually listed on the FDA's GRAS list. Uh, GRAS is an acronym, as you know, for generally recognized as safe. And so, le- reading the FDA literature, there is no upper limit in terms of dose or sort of longevity. MonoLaurin has several studies that suggest that it can be taken ongoing with uh, this sort of no time horizon that's indicated in these studies. Secondarily, is like you know, MonoLaurin does potentially impact gut health, right? And so, you want to make sure you're you're maintaining healthy gut flora and not in like in, unintentionally. Harming or, or disrupting the sort of the balance of your your gut flora or pH, and uh, monolaurin has not been shown to impact gut health or or like sort of the healthy gut flora. And finally, like there's another thing that's related to taking either a supplement or a medication for the long term is is sort of resistance, right? Um, bacterial resistance or viral resistance. Like you know, if you take too many uh, antibiotics, the pathogen could develop resistance to it. And again, research has suggested that's not
0: uh, not something that monolone contributes to. Interesting. Okay. So I would still personally take it cyclically because I take everything cyclically. But it's interesting to, to hear that the um, it's generally recognized as safe, meaning there's no upper limit. So that's good to know. And I don't know if you're able to share, but I'll ask you. If not, you could just tell me no. Are you able to share... Some testimonials, like from people, from customers who have gotten the products or anything like that, any kind of benefits they've seen. Yeah,
1: look, Ben, this is this would be some great intro or outro fodder for you to say because uh, uh, to stay compliant, uh, unfortunately, no. I mean, we could say things like, "Oh, well, beautifully packaged product," or, <laughs> you know, it, it's better than the competitor product that I've tried or something like that. But unfortunately, our our look. One of the things that we're really proud of, one of the things that's a reason why we've been here for seven years, longer than seven years, is that we're like the biggest little company you'll come across in the supplement space. We take compliance really seriously. We have two different teams of FDA and FTC legal folks that help keep us on the straight and narrow. And one of the things that they say is, look, you know, even though testimonials are the opinion of um, of a third party, of a, of a customer, of a, someone else, we still can't endorse those because um, it's just a no-no within within the space. So what I can recommend your listeners to do maybe is like go, go to marketplaces like Walmart or Amazon or Wish or eBay or other marketplaces where they have built in uh, testimonial platforms, right? Where you can leave a review, you can leave a rating and Browse through those. But I always suggest that people do two things. One is like have healthy skepticism when you read some of these. Like we all know that, especially on Amazon, some reviews can be incentivized or, or not, not very truthful. So please, you know, be wary. But secondarily, like, okay, reviews are one input of many. You should really do yourself the justice and the favor of going to PubMed and doing a quick search for monolaurin. You'll get hundreds of results. You can browse to the top five or ten, and just educate yourself on on the product, the science, the background, the mechanics of it all, and sort of trust the science and not necessarily someone's opinion.
0: Yeah, and I'll, I'll I'll share. You don't have to agree or add on to what I'm going to share. But here's how I would use it, and how my students, my Keto Camp Academy students, how I would recommend you use it if you're listening. First of all, it's good, important to understand that it's a saturated fat. And we know that saturated fats are crucial for the cell membrane uh, in your body. It's uh, part of your cell membranes are made up of saturated fats, uh, protein, saturated fat, and cholesterol. And saturated fats are like the building blocks for your membrane. So that's great. This is a good way to get into good fat and get out the bad fats, like the polyunsaturated fats that are damaging the cell membrane. So it's a good way to replace kind of the building blocks of your cells. Number one. Number two. I want to experiment with some of my students to see if taking this actually helps somebody who might be struggling to get in who's struggling to get into ketosis. Maybe they're point three point four. I have used c eight, which is caprylic acid, and I have seen that bump up ketones. But from my understanding, you don't have to say yes or no. I don't think C8 has the same immune benefits as uh, C12 monolaurin. So there's kind of pros and cons there. So I want to see if C12 monolaurin, your product, actually bumps up ketones. So that's a good way to kind of experiment. And then I would take it when I travel. Like if I'm go- I'm actually traveling to Utah tomorrow uh, in a few hours, actually. And if I have, uh, I would take that you know before I got on the plane, when I landed on location at a higher dose after I've kind of adjusted to it. So those are the ways that I would do it. But like you said, Damon go on Amazon, go on your website, kind of look at some of the reviews and then go on PubMed. That's the best thing to do. Go on PubMed, have a healthy skepticism here and just look at what the research shows without any bias. Just look at the research and then maybe you give it a shot and see if you notice any benefits or, or if you notice like it's preventing you from getting sick or whatever. So that's what I would add to it. And you don't have to add anything to that if you don't want.
1: Yeah. Thanks for giving me an out there, Ben. Um, Yeah, with regard to monolaurin and ketosis, I can send you a study. I'm just looking at it here on my side of um, a study involving 422 patients and studying the effects of median chain triglycerides. Actually, this is on a a separate disease profile, but one of the verbatim quotes is around uh, inducing ketosis and improving cognition uh, using monolaurin specifically. So I'll send it over and you can put it in the show notes.
0: Yeah, interesting. We'll put that in the notes and we'll do some experimentations with, uh, with my group as well. And by the way, we have a link and a coupon code if you want to try Damon's um, product, which is Lauren, and give it a shot and see if you notice a difference. And we'll put that link down below. The coupon code is Ketocamp, camp with the K. You get 10% off and you can check that out down below. Hey, Ketocamper, we've been told for a long time When it comes to magnesium, look at the forms. And let's face it, there's so many different forms and confusion when it comes to magnesium. But this company called Upgraded Formulas, they've created a nanoparticle magnesium, so you don't really have to worry about the form anymore. The unique thing about nanoparticles, it goes right into your membranes. It's small enough to penetrate the cell membrane. And the truth is most people are suffering from a magnesium deficiency. Common symptoms and signs of a magnesium deficiency include poor sleep, cramping, eye twitching, headaches and migraines, irregular heartbeat, stiff joints, anxiety, depression, body odor, and others. Magnesium is intimately involved in how you look, feel, and how you move. It's critical for feeling energetic, achieving peak mental and physical performance, and looking young and vibrant. There's a current sleep study being conducted right now on Upgraded Formulas Magnesium. Early results so far shown that it was given to 212 doctors and they had an average of 30% more deep sleep shown on their aura Ring with upgraded formulas, magnesium. Now, why is that important? Deep sleep is where your body activates its fat burning hormones. You detoxify, you repair, you recover. How many of you would want to get more deep sleep? I'm raising my hand right now. Upgraded magnesium is endorsed by myself, my mentor, Dr. Dan Pompa, by my colleague, Dr. Mindy Pels, and many, many others. Another cool thing about magnesium is that it converts into melatonin. And melatonin is the most potent antioxidant for your mitochondria. And yes, it also helps with sleep. Look, it's much easier to replace the building blocks than to put in hormones. And that's what magnesium does. If you want to get your hands on a bottle of Upgraded Magnesium for 15% off, head to UpgradedFormulas.com. Use the coupon code KK15 at checkout and you'll get 15% off your entire order. That's UpgradedFormulas.com. Use KK15 at checkout to get 15% off your order. I'll drop a link for you down below in the podcast notes. So you said you're the biggest... What did you say? You're the, say that again. Earlier, you said something about the supplement company.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We're like the littlest big supplement company because we institute all of the big company protocols, but we're such a a small operation. You know, we've got a couple dozen products and uh, we we operate like almost entirely domestically. But for us, that's like the biggest differentiator, right? Not just from a compliance perspective. Like, of course, we want to stay within the rules, not have outlandish marketing and make crazy promises about some sort of miracle drug or something like that. But look, I think at the end of the day, customers are really educated and they want to seek out safe and healthy and proven quality products. And that's exactly what we do. We, for example, we send all of our products to ISO 17025 laboratories. It's not something that's mandatory or that all companies do, but we do it to ensure that look, what it says on the label is what's in the capsule. That it doesn't have any contaminants, heavy metals, or microbes, or anything like that. We send all of our products out for uh, stability studies. We sort of put, we put them through a torture test. We put them in these um, the hyper, hyper hyperbaric chambers, which have like elevated humidity, elevated temperature for a long time, like really the the worst conditions you can imagine for a supplement to make sure that our supplements are stable and and. You know, stay that way throughout their their shelf life, and you know, we we really go through. You know, we em- employ several professionals within the industry, medical doctors, you know, pharmacy doctors, um, uh, doctors of philosophy, to help us perform the research. You know, write a lot of the uh, supporting a dossier of research that that stands behind our products. And again. This is not something that every company does or needs to do, but we take it pretty seriously and, and that's what I meant by that
0: phrase, understood. So I, I love that you test for heavy metals and contaminants, et cetera. That's something you want the companies to do, and that that'll separate you for sure because it makes sure that it's a clean product. What's the difference between your mono Lauren and other MonoLore and supplements out there. I mean, I, the fact that you test for heavy metals and contaminants, it's a huge differentiator. I love that. But is there any specific differences in your product versus others? Yeah, I, I, thanks for asking. I think there are probably a few
1: considerations. And look, I, I'm not here to champion our our brand. We're a mission-driven company. We want to provide research and education and and help people make choices that are going to positively impact their well-being and sort of their lifestyle, right? And uh, whether they select a product of ours or, or another one, as long as they feel like they're getting the benefit and they're they're happy, then that's the important part, right? So I'm not here to either champion ours or or, or say negative things about someone else's. But what I might say is like, there are some things that do differentiate different monolone products, ranging from the sort of the delivery vehicle uh, of the product all the way to like, you know, what's on the back of the bottle. So maybe we unpack a couple of those things. So actually, monolaurin comes in three different uh, formats, right? The first and most obvious one is just powder, like bulk powder. You can go on online marketplaces or health food stores and buy monolaurin like in a in a sachet, in a bag. That's pretty cool if you're encapsulating your own capsules at home. This is a hobby for you. It may work out. But like I mentioned earlier, monolaurin is a extremely soapy and bitter product product. Um, it, for people who have a difficult time swallowing capsules, it may be very natural to open a capsule, empty the contents into some applesauce or pudding and then and then take it that way. I, I don't necessarily recommend some
0: soapy, that. Some soapy applesauce. Huh? Yeah, I don't recommend <laughs> it
1: with, with Montalorin. It. it really coats the mouth and it's really tough to get out. So uh, I, w- I would put uh, powder off to the side. Then you're really left with the two remaining uh, delivery formats. One is um, a pellet. So some manufacturers produce these very small teardrop shaped bb sized pellets uh, which are really really cool I mean they they allow you to take one scoop and get a really large dose of uh, of the product but uh, there are some considerations maybe some drawbacks for some individuals one is that the the pellet itself uh, the encapsulation is done with I think uh, glycerol which may be a stomach irritant for some people the second is if again if you read some customer testimonials and reviews a lot of people will say well look I I took a scoop which said five grams on the scoop but then a few hours later in the toilet i found half of it in the toilet so like how much is actually being digested right so uh, that may be a consideration and then there are some petty things like uh, pellets are temperature sensitive they don't really fit into a pill organizer you know can't really take it on your trip easily or put it shove it in your purse or something like that so that was they have their pros and cons, and that's one one method. The last method is one that we employ, which is capsules. And that's where you know we can unpack some of the differentiators there. The first is like the capsule itself. like is it a animal product capsule or is it a ve- vegetarian product capsule? Like it could be derived from uh, you know animal byproduct or from vegetable cellulose. And like I mentioned earlier, all of ours are vegan. The second thing is um, it's a technical term. it's called an excipient. Your listeners and your audience probably have heard of it before, but it's basically this flow agent. It acts as a lubricant on high-speed encapsulation equipment. So encapsulation equipment like operates really quickly. It's very sophisticated, very sensitive equipment. In order to ensure a uniform fill across all capsules, you have to have some sort of flow agent, some sort of lubricant. And in the industry, this is called an excipient. The most popular excipient is actually a magnesium stearate. It's found in almost all supplements out there because it's readily available, it's affordable, and it works really well. The problem with magnesium stearate is it's synthetic and it can cause stomach upset in some reports. Some reports claim that it slows the absorption of the product you're trying to ingest. So to avoid any of those potentially negative externalities, we use organic rice powder, for example, as our excipient. And then there are other things that you may or may not find on the bottle and we'll have to sort of go digging. But like I said, like, does the company use an FDA, not certified, but registered facility? Do they have any uh, GMP accreditation? So GMP is, since they are good manufacturing processes, they're standardized around the world. There are different accreditation bodies like UL or NSF. We use all GMP accredited facilities for our products. Again, testing, you know, Do you have a compliant labels and things that you wouldn't necessarily look for, but things that at the end of the day add up to make a big difference. So that's how I might approach it. Again, in the same spirit of doing your, your research and feeling really confident about the decision you're making, uh, you can apply to the the ingredient itself, but also to the the company.
0: That's a good understanding on how all these uh, different uh, products are manufactured and the things to consider. And you could apply that to even other products, not just Mono so I'm glad you shared that. So if you want to get Damon's product, uh, we'll put a link down below with the coupon code KetoCamp. Where is a good place for my audience to check you out online?
1: Yeah, thanks for asking that, Ben. So we can be found all over uh, every marketplace and on our own website and social through Natural Cure Labs. We're actually in the middle of um, a brand transition right now. So I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that. So we're in the in the middle of transitioning from Natural Cure Labs, which we've been for the last seven years, to a new a uh, brand name called Palmera Health. So, the history and background behind the word Palmera is really interesting, at least for me. It's derived from an ancient Roman wor- word, uh, palmerius, which means deserving of the palm, because victors of a competition in ancient Greece were awarded a palm frond for being extraordinary. And uh, we love the symbolism between the palm frond and the coconut being extraordinary deserving the palms. So that's that's where we went with that name. So Palmera Health in the next few uh, months, you'll be seeing that transition over.
0: That's a cool name. That's a cool story too. Uh, I've never heard that before. I like that. Uh, last question for you, Damon, is about actually another supplement of, of, of mine, my, my favorite supplement in the world actually, and it's vitamin G and uh, it's gratitude. It's free. <laughs> you can't buy it on Amazon. What are you grateful for today? What's your vitamin G?
1: Yeah. Thanks for asking, Ben. Uh, I've been trying to practice this myself, actually. I had a whole summer of like, personal development and introspection where I, um, you know, as you know, part of the the team, we, we hired a, like a performance or like a life coach and like gratitude journaling and being really grateful is one of the things that they highly recommended. So I'm totally behind that. Look, I, I'm just really grateful for the opportunity to, to be in the presence of someone like you who's doing amazing things to the community, who's so influential. And, and it's like, you know, on a mission to, to deliver education and, and guidance for people who are looking to make a change in, uh, in their lifestyle for the better, right? I love your your background, your history of, you know, sort of coming around from, you know, being overweight and and not in a good mental health place to where you are today. And to sort of share the stage with you is a huge honor. And I'm really, really grateful for that.
0: Thank you, Damon. I'm also grateful to share the stage with you. And I'm grateful you, you created a product Um, that's beneficial to humankind right i mean something that would be hard for us to kind of do several hundred years ago thousands of years ago to get mono in a capsule and get all the benefits so you make it easy for us to get all those benefits so thank you for that and uh i hope my audience i believe my audience has a good understanding on these medium chain triglycerides and uh yeah thank you for coming on the show educating us and uh, i love the new transition the new name and i look forward to uh chatting with you some more, Damon. So thank you so much for coming on the show today.
1: Thanks for having me, Ben. It was a pleasure.
0: I really hope you enjoyed that conversation with Damon. Go check out the studies and resources and all the things I mentioned at the beginning of the episode down below. If you want to get your hands on his product, which I told you I've been using very strategically and cyclically. I use it when I travel or when I'm around a lot of people. Head over to the link down below, which is the Natural Cure Labs website. The link is down below. And use the coupon code KETOCAMP, no space in between, KETOCAMP to get 10% off their products. Give it a shot. I think you're going to notice that it's going to help you. I'm going to put his website down below, including his social media. If you want to watch the video format of today's interview and all interviews, that is on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Share this episode with a friend, leave it a rating and review. Go take our toxicity quiz over at ToxicMiami.com. Thank you. I appreciate you spending part of your day with us. I'll see you on the next episode.